Welcome to today's episode of Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. This podcast is your one-stop information source for news about Department of Energy's environmental management activities around the nation. Now, with today's report, here is our host, Michael Butler. Thank you, Brady, and hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Today is Monday, January 3rd, 2022. And from all of us at the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report, we wish you a very happy new year and much success and prosperity in 2022. Our top story today involves DOE Environmental Management's report card for 2021. Grading itself, the organization reports that it accomplished the majority of its cleanup goals for the year and moved into a new era of environmental cleanup. Despite the pandemic, EM says it made strides in completing key projects, reducing the cleanup footprint, awarding major contracts, and driving mission innovation and improved performance. In its report card, EM cited major construction milestones for treatment of tank waste, which it called the cleanup program's most significant challenge. Hanford will soon begin operation of the tankside cesium removal system, which will filter low-activity tank waste before sending it to be immobilized into glass logs. At Savannah River, construction of the 33-million-gallon saltstone disposal unit 7 was completed eight months ahead of schedule and $32 million under budget. Saltstone Disposal Unit 7, along with other SDUs already built or under construction, is an important component in accelerating treatment of liquid waste and closure of the storage tanks. At Oak Ridge, EM completed demolition of the biology complex at Y-12, clearing real estate that can be used for future missions. At the Energy Technology Engineering Center in Ventura County, California, 18 DOE-owned buildings were demolished, a major step forward in cleanup of that nuclear and liquid metal research site. In New Mexico, the Waste Isolation Pilot Plant completed construction of a salt reduction building, part of a new air supply system to improve air quality for underground workers. And crews at the Moab Uranium Mill Tailings Project passed the 12 million ton mark in removing uranium mill tailings away from the Colorado River and into permanent disposal. All in all, it was a year of progress and success. EM Senior Advisor Ike White saluted the role of state, tribal, and local partners in helping to achieve an impressive record of cleanup during the year. And now for developments on the radioactive waste front. As 2021 came to a close, the Biden administration affirmed DOE's interpretation of the statutory term high-level radioactive waste. This has been a long-term discussion and a source of some controversy and uncertainty in plans to manage radioactive waste. The interpretation says that not all waste from the reprocessing of spent fuel or high-level waste. This means that some of the waste can be disposed of based on its radiological characteristics rather than its origin. 
This is important because disposal decisions based on actual radiological characteristics reduces the time radioactive waste is stored on-site at DOE facilities, shortens mission completion schedules, and reduces taxpayer financial liability. The interpretation is in line with recommendations of the Blue Ribbon Commission on America's Nuclear Future, as well as international practices and guidelines. A GAO study had recommended that Congress consider clarifying DOE's authority to manage and dispose of waste other than high-level waste, noting that an alternative plan could save billions of dollars. An informational webinar will be held next Tuesday, January 11th at 2 p.m. You can access the webinar through energy.gov. And now with more news, here is Gone Fishing correspondent KB. As 2022 dawns, UCOR is continuing its push to clean up aging facilities at Oak Ridge National Laboratory and the Y-12 National Security Complex. UCOR workers have brought another Manhattan Project-era facilities at Y-12 to the cold and dark state. The 210,000-square-foot Beta-1 building was one of nine electromagnetic separation process facilities built for the Manhattan Project. It was decommissioned in 1947, but continued to be used for R&D for several years, including work on superconducting magnets. UCOR is reaching across the pond for help with a key wastewater treatment facility at Oak Ridge National Laboratory. The Process Waste Treatment Complex removes radioactive materials from wastewater at ORNL. Working with their peers in the United Kingdom, UCOR personnel benchmarked the ORNL facility against a British nuclear reprocessing plant that has operated for more than 40 years. The technical information and lessons exchanged have been helpful to both parties. Thanks to input from the UK team, UCOR has been able to triple its operating time while achieving more consistent effluent numbers. The treatment complex now operates at periods of more than 90 days compared to just a few days before the collaboration. About 90 million gallons of wastewater are generated by research and cleanup operations at ORNL annually. Twenty twenty two will be a big year at Hanford as the site prepares for around the clock operations for tank waste disposal. Equipment upgrades are underway at the two forty two A evaporator to remove water from tank waste and the systems that transfer the waste to and from large underground containers. The evaporated water is filtered and transferred to Hanford's effluent treatment facility for additional treatment. The upgrades will extend the evaporator's service life. Since 1977, the evaporator has removed more than 81 million gallons of liquid from Hanford's tank waste. Using the evaporator to remove water 
creates more waste storage space in the site's double-shell tanks. This, in turn, allows workers to continue to retrieve waste from single-shell tanks and strategically stage waste for the next era of cleanup. This will involve treating tank waste via the direct-feed, low-activity waste program. Washington River Protection Solutions, DOE's tank operations contractor at Hanford, regularly inspects the underground storage tanks on the site. 56 million gallons of high-level nuclear and chemical waste are stored in 177 underground tanks at Hanford. In the latest high-tech applications, WRPS personnel are using remote-controlled robotic crawlers to deploy ultrasonic probes. The probes identify any changes in the thickness and condition of the tank walls. This is part of the site's rigorous tank integrity program. Continual monitoring helps ensure that the environment is protected from potential radiological hazards. Workers have retrieved the final waste from a facility in Idaho in a high-priority cleanup project that helps protect the Snake River Plain and maintains a commitment to the state of Idaho. An operator in an extended-arm excavator retrieved the final targeted buried waste at a facility known as Accelerated Retrieval Project 9 at Idaho's Radioactive Waste Management Complex in December. The project was completed 18 months ahead of schedule. The remediation is required under a 2008 agreement with the state of Idaho and a subsequent record of decision among DOE, the state of Idaho, and EPA. In this week's People in the News, we're spotlighting Brittany Atterbury of the Hanford Tank Waste Team. Brittany, an employee of Washington River Protection Solutions, is helping to prepare the systems needed to deliver tank waste to the VIT plant. She is featured in the current issue of the Society of Women Engineers magazine as one of the growing group of dynamic women who mentor and support other female engineers at WRPS. Congrats, Brittany. Way to go, girl. In another noteworthy mention, a DOE Environmental Management Senior Leader has been awarded a prestigious Presidential Rank Award. Day Chung received the award, recognizing him as one of the highest-performing senior career federal executives. Chung serves as Associate Deputy Assistant Secretary for Corporate Services. He championed acquisition reforms that resulted in significant cost savings in contracts awarded by EM according to the award description. With the start of the new year, Savannah River Remediation has opened its application process for summer interns for 2022. The Savannah River Liquid Waste Contractor is hiring college students for internships in chemical, mechanical, civil, and industrial engineering, industrial hygiene, 
Construction Management, and Public Affairs and Communications. For more information and to apply, visit srremediation.com. That's our Gone Fish and Nuclear Report for today, January 3rd, 2022. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for today's Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. Join us next time for more environmental management news from Department of Energy sites around the country.